Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Um, wow, the world's obviously not completely changed. Uh, that situation in Minneapolis, I don't always see uh, racism where everybody else sees racism. Um, but that case is definitely terrible. And I'm not sure that I believe it's racism. I do know that the man that uh, was on the ground with that officer's knee on his neck um that was just bad policing all the way around. I don't understand why uh, that would be the thought that came to your mind to subdue someone. And the man wasn't resisting. I mean that that one is egregious and that's that's not good. That's really really horrible. And he uh is going to put um you know some bad energy on the cops out there who are doing a good job and there are some good ones they don't get videotaped but they are out there and they have rescued people and they help people and um that that was terrible so I don't I know they've been fired but they he should be charged that was ridiculous and I'm not really big on that you know what I mean I'm not big on looking at the video on the internet and being like that's it but in that case it looks pretty clear like that was an excessive a use of force that really did, was uncalled for. The man wasn't resisting. And I, if I recall, the crime wasn't even like murder or anything. So it's not like he was running wild after having murdered somebody. So I don't have a ton of facts, but I did watch. I watched the video long enough to know that you don't need to do that to subdue uh, someone I've seen a good officer get punched in the face, like hit in the face with like a bag of nickels or something. I don't know what was in that purse, but broke his nose. And he didn't react like that when he finally subdued the perpetrator. Um, so, you know, it depends on the person. It's like anything else. There's good people and bad people in all fields. And this dude is apparently a giant not great dude. I mean, his judgment is horrible. And the fact that he seemed to be emboldened by people saying, hey, he's not resisting. Get your knee off of his neck. And the fact that he just sort of leaned into it even more, that was just ridiculous. That was really, really bad. And, um, you know, I don't know enough about Minneapolis policing. I don't know enough about anything other than what I saw in that video to comment further other than I know that particular officer made a, a bad decision, a series of bad decisions, and the, his partner, somebody, the other officers should have uh, done something, but, you know, they didn't, and, uh, yeah, they all deserve to be fired, and the knee on the neck dude, I I would not be surprised if he, if he does, uh, does not, I wouldn't be surprised if he does get charged, he should get charged, I think, that's just my opinion. I'm not um, some guru or an activist, but wrong is wrong, and that was wrong. Uh, and then the, the crazy lady in the park, um, you know, I guess my question is, are these people racist or are they just crazy? Because I could see this happening no matter who was the the victim. You see what I'm saying? Like, there are cases where I, I look at the news and... You know, all the black people are up in arms. I'm not saying that it's not egregious. And in this particular case, race may have played a part. But are, that lady in the park, is she just crazy? 
Like if I had asked her or if a white woman had asked her or if anybody had asked her to put her dog on a leash, would she have gone that ballistic? I mean, there is a chance that she would have. I believe if the guy, I believe if it was a woman on the ground, that man would have had his knee on that person's neck because he just was that dude. Um, So sometimes I just wonder and I am not dismissing the importance of either of those incidents I'm not belittling anybody for seeing racism there. I'm just asking, is it always racism or are some people just assholes? You know, I remember I went to uh, I went to Ikea with one of my friends. <laughs> and I, I personally, the layout of the store is just humongous, right? You're walking for days in the store. I, I forgot, you know, I hadn't been into an Ikea since college, so I had forgotten that you that you uh have to take one of the boxes and not the display. I just wound up taking the display and I walked all through that giant ass store with it, get to the checkout. And she's like, "You can't buy this. This is the display." And uh it was like a middle-aged white lady kind of not I mean, I think she was working there for the discount or maybe had just gotten divorced. Like this was not her jam. She was not a retail uh checker by nature. So my friend was uh, getting all up in arms. You know, she was behind me like, well, you know, what kind of customer service is this? Uh, She mistreating us because we black. And, you know, I just didn't feel it was racism. I felt like she just didn't know what she was doing. And, uh, you know, my friend's just going in like, oh, my God, what would Martin Luther King? I was like, this is not a Martin Luther King scenario. This lady is going to infuriate all these white people and Asian people and all these other people in the line, too, because she just doesn't know what she's doing. Um, I don't think she I didn't feel racism from her at all. I felt ineptitude, um, which is not to conflate the two. I can't compare the two issues. But sometimes I think people are just ready to see racism and it may not be racism. It may just be this person doesn't know what they're doing or they're they're not talented. They're not smart. They're not good at this, Um, you know, and maybe they're just an ass. And I think that's, you know, that's a a probability because we're not living in the 1800s. And I, you know, I just there's people are just too fascinating to me. There are countries that are dominated by the same race. And it's not like they're conflict free. So if you're Chinese in China, it's not like if your Chinese neighbor's a pain in the ass, you can't cry racism. Your neighbor's just an asshole. You know, I think they're, they're just behaviors that certain people demonstrate, you know, and I'm not saying that racism doesn't exist. I just don't think it exists everywhere we think we see it. And I know living here in St. Louis, every black person is really, and I used to be this person, we're really ready to say that any sign of anything is racism. And, you know, I've just, I've learned a lot in my lifetime and I've seen some things up close and I know for a fact that every single thing that implodes or fails or isn't what you thought it was going to be is not the result of racism. Sometimes people just don't know what they're doing. Sometimes people just are incompetent. Uh, sometimes people are just not nice. Um, I've seen white people be rude to other white people. And I remember noting in my head, like, oh, wow, if this had happened to me, 
you know, everybody would say it was a racist act, but maybe this person's just an ass. And maybe they have a good reason to be that way. I don't know. But there are some mean folks out here. I've had black people be mean to me. I've I've been harassed by the police twice. Uh, and both times the officers were black. And it was only the second time that was menacing. I mean, this dude, I felt white, hot hate from him. He was pissed. And I didn't understand. Like, I, he was giving me a ticket in front of my house and just being an asshole. And... If that officer had been white, I would have uh, I would have assumed and told everybody it was racism. But he was black and he was fucking just what a jerk. I mean, he could have given me a warning, but I mean, he gave me. And if these people hadn't been sitting outside, I, I'm not sure he wouldn't have harassed me even further. I mean, it was really it was really something. Like, it left quite an impression on me, and this was probably almost 10 years ago. It was like the cop. To me, he reminded me of the cop from uh, Boys in the Hood. And it's like, I'm not anti-police. When I've had good encounters with the police and I've had bad encounters with the police, the best encounter I had with the police, the officer was white. I was having to be transported to the hospital. He made sure my sister knew where I was. He uh, secured my car. He secured. He made sure the house was secure. He he got um, got my bags and stuff in the in the ambulance for me. He called my sister. Uh, I mean, seriously, he went over and beyond to be helpful. And then the black officer. I mean, he just went out of his way to be a jerk. And I think it's just like with anything else. You have good officers, you have bad officers. You have good doctors, you have bad doctors. You have good, you know, postal workers, you have bad postal workers. I remember a couple months ago, me and my mom went to get some stamps. And the the black staff was the rudest staff I've ever seen anywhere. I mean, the, these people didn't even speak to you. They didn't hardly want to talk to you to do the transaction. And I thought, man, if these people were white, we would have walked out saying, boy, this is the most racist poser. But they were black and they were just awful, awful at their job. You hate working on Saturdays? Get another job. That ain't my fault. So I don't know. Sometimes we just are hypervigilant to racism. I don't know if I would call this racism because I could see him very clearly stomping out anybody. Um, You know, he's just a jerk. Um, and sometimes it is racism and sometimes it's just racism and this person may not be a good person. You know, I don't know. The knee, the knee on that dude's neck was really troubling. And I defy anybody to watch that video and not be disturbed because that was just unnecessary. He did not have to do that. And I'm not sure what he was trying to accomplish by doing it that way. Uh, but if it was to kill the man, he did that. And, uh, you know, nobody's above the law. So hopefully uh, Minneapolis gets that one right. All right, people, we are out here. The shit is real. You got to stay focused. Um, I don't understand how Colin Kaepernick's name has come back up, but fine. If you're an activist, just be an activist. But please don't start talking about him coming back and football is racist for not having him. Okay, I don't want to hear that. It's 2020. We need to move forward. (laughs) His last good season was a long time ago. All right. And if he's an activist, more power to him. Just be an activist. I don't want to hear about him and football uh, or the NFL. 
So here we are. We're in May. Coronavirus is still alive, but people pretending like it's not. Let's be smart. Uh, eat real food. When I say that, I mean eat whole foods. Eat, uh, you know, nuts. Eat lean cuts of grass-fed beef. Yes, you're going to spend money on your food. And it probably will be a little bit more expensive, but you're either going to buy food or medicine. You have to pick. If you eat poorly, you will be buying a lot of medicine. And it's expensive, too. So you might as well just buy good quality food. Whole foods means it's just one thing, a carrot. Buy fresh carrots so you don't have to turn it over and looking like, what's in this package? It's just carrots. It's just broccoli. It's just eat your vegetables and don't put a lot of sauces and slather it in shit. That's the problem when you, you know, you can only eat, you know, macaroni and cheese with the cheese packet that the cheese packet is the problem because it's not cheese. You'd be better making your own macaroni, boiling it. It's not hard. Put it in a strainer and then put your own cheeses and milk in there because you know what it is. When you buy peanut butter, if you turn the thing over and you got a bunch of chemicals you can't pronounce, don't eat that. That's not a whole food. When you go buy peanut butter, unsweetened, you turn it over, all that's in it is peanuts and maybe a small amount of salt or just peanuts. That's what you want. Don't eat a lot of processed foods. Don't eat a lot of junk. You know, I I know potato chips are delicious. Don't eat two bags a week. You know, it's just... Don't buy a bag of potato chips every day for your with your lunch. Just don't eat that. You know, and I know it's hard because they design it so it tastes so delicious. You want to eat it all the time, but you can't do that and be healthy. And you need to be healthy enough to fight off these viruses because guess what? These things mutate. They get stronger. This is not going to be the last virus that we come across. This because of our president and his inability to Uh, deal with a crisis this virus made it all the way to the united states which you know china's been suffering with these kind of viruses for years and they stay contained because countries react our country did not and now hundreds of thousands of americans are dying or dead or at risk of dying because donald trump doesn't really know what he's doing i feel comfortable saying that i'm not a fan uh, I'm also not a liberal or a Democrat. Um, he just objectively, you can look at him and see he does not know what he's doing. So now we have to deal with it. And now that it's here, you think this thing isn't going to mutate? Yeah, we'll get a vaccine, but don't be surprised if it shows up again. Come on, people, just be smart. Take care of yourselves. Be in good health. Um, eat real food. Try to relax, get some meditation in, and don't be stressed out. Stress is a killer because it it damages your immune system and it makes you susceptible for, for everything from a common cold to cancer to coronavirus. So focus on your health, mental, physical, and spiritual, and let's be well and meet back here tomorrow. Yeah, you can do it.